Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of Your Sexified Life. I'm your host, Dr. Fanny, French doctor, sassy sex coach, and recovering self-hater, dedicated to help you step out of sexual numbness, life autopilot, and self-hate. Using self-study, sexual healing, and pleasure, it's time to feel truly alive again, with thriving sex as a bonus. Because being alive is sexy, welcome to your sexified life. Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode. If you're new here, welcome. And if you're not, thank you for coming back. And thank you all for sharing your valuable time with me. I appreciate. Today, I wanted to talk about the feeling of being alive. We could go on a philosophical rabbit hole, but I wanted to offer a way of seeing things because defining aliveness can actually be a challenge. As usual, take it with a grain of salt. Your definition can be very different. So many of us yearn for more. But what is more exactly? More meaning in our lives, more success, more fame, more wealth. I'm not going to give you the, but you know these things are not real life and they truly don't feel your soul. Because I'm sure you've heard it somewhere else and it's not helping. Have you ever tried to tell yourself to calm down when you are angry? Usually it doesn't work. We'll see today what I discovered under this I want more feeling, under this yearning for more joy, more aliveness in myself and in my coaches. And don't worry, you'll get a recap at the end because there's so much going on under I want more along with a few practical things to do on the way. So if you're ready, let's dive in. How do you define aliveness? It's like writing an essay about the biggest question of life. So how do you define aliveness? You have four hours. Let's start first with what it's not. It's easier. So many of us, myself included, before I started the journey, are stuck into autopilot, sleepwalking through our own lives, half asleep and half awake, stuck into this feeling of things being blur, gray. You're not unhappy. You're not miserable. You're just not happy. Even if you do or have done a shit amount of work on yourself. So what if the aliveness was stepping out of this autopilot? Starting to feel something again. To feel like you inhabit your body again. To actually feel something different than the few glimpses of joy sometimes, usually less and less as time goes forward or only during vacation. So maybe that's the first step. Stepping out of autopilot and feel something again. Feeling it deep in your bones. Yes, and... Our beautiful human brain is amazing and is 100% working against us. It reaches out to what feels good and wants to get away from what feels painful. And yes, even if kink is your gym, I'm sure you don't like pain all the time in your daily routine, do you? Like when you touch something too hot, out of the blue, I'm not sure it's really enjoyable. Roughly, that's called motivational salience. 
It's a cognitive process that makes you go towards a stimuli. It feels good. I want more. That's called insensitive salience. Or get away from me, you nasty spider, wasp, beetroot, or anything that I hate. That's called aversive salience. And yes, you can shine in society on your next dinner with this concept. It works. I promise. So our beautiful brain is designed to make us naturally go towards what feels good. So more feeling good and less feeling bad, please. Yes. And we tend to apply this motivational salience to our emotions too. Come with me, great emotion of happiness, joy, fulfillment, and orgasm bliss. Get away, you anger, devil, sadness, monster that will ruin my life. No, I am not dramatic. The thing with emotions, you cannot selectively numb, as we've discussed several times. So, if you suppress your anger at some point, everything will disappear. Any correlation with how society teaches women to stay calm, be good girls, be quiet, and shouldn't get angry, even if it's 100% justified, is coincidental. No, it's not. If you suppress your sadness and compensate it by a fake joy, soon enough you'll start numbing yourself. And if you do that or have done that, first of all, there's nothing wrong with you if that's where you are. However disconnected, physically and sexually numb you might feel. It has an explanation. It sucks, but that's how we work. We want more of what feels good and less of what feels bad. Before we get back to feeling it all, let's take a step back and check something else. What true aliveness isn't is going around being constantly exhausted, being always tired and having no energy for anything. True aliveness is when you have the energy to do stuff and also know that deep down now is not the moment to do anything, but you have the energy. If you're not doing something, it's because you need rest, not because you're chronically tired. True aliveness is knowing you have this source of energy available for you to live your experiences, to create what you want to create, to feel a deep human connection with the people you're meeting. And all of that, that requires energy. And the feeling of having this energy available is also what makes us feel alive. Because we feel ready to experience being alive and we know we have the resources available to face whatever is coming our way. We feel alive when we are resourced enough. Or we feel more alive than when we are in a depleted state of energy. And guess what kills any type of energy available? Maintaining under the rug all of the emotions we are scared of, haven't processed, and all of our conditioning, perfectionism, and bullshit. Let me tell you something. Keeping yourself stuck requires a lot of energy. Let me say that again. Keeping yourself stuck requires a lot of energy. Maintaining the status quo in your personality or pretending to be someone you are not takes a lot of energy. If you remember previous episodes around emotions, 
Emotions are just sensations given meaning by our brain. And they just want to pass through your body so that it can self-regulate and get back to a state of balance. Just like when it's really way more efficient to express a hot anger and have your heart rate decrease naturally than trying to control your anger by breathing and forcing yourself to control your breath and then your heartbeat. Doing that requires so much efforts and pain that you don't need if you just truly allow yourself to express this anger. And that's the completing the stress cycle. When you control instead of letting things go through you, the stress cycle isn't completed. The sensations are just stuck. And a lot of energy is consumed to keep things under control. And you get tired. And once again, there is an explanation. There is nothing wrong with you. If you've been keeping that for so long, if you've been sitting on your anger for so long, keeping it stuck and under the rug, that requires so much. And let me tell you something, you are amazing at doing that. This is not really optimal and you could definitely do something else, but you have so much energy available. Imagine if it was available for you, how things would change. We discussed how aliveness is actually being able to feel something. And we also said it's having energy available. And what consumes energy is not allowing yourself to feel quote-unquote negative emotions. There are no negative emotions, but we'll talk about that. So allowing yourself to feel only the good won't work in the long run. Just a disclaimer here. Acknowledging something is good and that you want more of it is different from only allowing you to feel the good and suppress everything else because it scares the shit out of you because you're going to lose control over your anger, sadness, or whatever. There is a difference between the two. That being said, we could say being alive is the possibility to feel it all and let it come through. Feel the greatest joys fully. Knowing you can have that also because you allow yourself to feel the pains too. The anger, the sadness, the shame. Isn't the possibility to actually feel it all deep in your bones? All of the motions of energy, the emotions, the palettes of life flavors available. Isn't that the definition of being alive? Having access to the whole palette of your life experiences isn't that the definition of a life worth living? And isn't a life worth living the definition of aliveness? And as usual, this is just an idea and your answer can be totally different. Hold on a minute. You're basically saying feeling all the shit that we've been avoiding consciously or not for a long time is the definition of being alive? Um, pass. Sorry. I don't want that. I understand. First, it's 100% you're right. If you're good with where you are and good with how you feel, as I usually say, there's nothing wrong with you. Go you, you know what's best for you. Take what you need, leave what you don't. I just have one question. Is it 
I don't want to do that? Or is it because you don't trust how you will react to it? Let me ask that question again. It can be a little bit meta. When you feel, I don't want to do that, I don't want to feel it all, is it really because you don't want to feel it all? Or is it because you actually don't trust how you will feel when you experience it? For example, if you take anger, do you really don't want to express anger because you don't feel anger? Or are you secretly afraid under of destroying your world around you and hurt the people you love if you actually let that go and let it out? Same goes for sadness. We can be so afraid, myself included, to go down and meet sadness because we're so used to be happy, be cheerful, and we actually are super scared people won't like us anymore if we're not happy and cheerful. And um, I really want to acknowledge how it's actually okay to feel this. The lack of trust in how things will evolve and the I don't want to do it that goes with it. How could you want to actually do something when you don't feel strong enough inside to handle the consequences? It's like going to the gym for the first time in a long time, knowing you will end up out of breath with muscle pain and frustration because you cannot do what you want to do. And even if that's what everyone tells you this is what you should do, you can be like, uh, hell no. I really feel physically in danger when I do that. I know I'm not, but that's how I feel. And it's really hard to go against that. And that's okay. It makes sense. As usual, you're a smart being. You don't do anything stupid. You're not going to do anything that would jeopardize how you feel about the world around you. That's okay. When we are in autopilot, we are disconnected from our inner resources. That's the definition of it. Because we live in a state of half-consciousness, of course you can feel disconnected from your inner resources and your inner strength. And maybe that can give us clues regarding what true aliveness is. It could be the connection to your inner resources. The trust that they are here and they will be here Whatever comes your way, even if you feel challenged by a situation knowing you have your tools to come back to your balanced state, that these tools will always be there for you. That trust that you don't have to fear your own body and your own life, that you have what it takes to meet it, to live it, and to feel it all. The epic goodness and the messy shit you are strong enough to feel that. You have the resources to feel that. One of the characteristics of numbness is how it's hard to feel pleasure. At the beginning of my self-exploration, one of the many things that made me so mad was do what brings you joy. Bring more pleasure to your life. Do what you used to do when you were a kid. Well, thank you for this big speech, but how about getting some real help for all of us down there stuck at the beginning of the journey? <laughs> yeah, I can be a little bit sussy. 
Being truly alive is allowing yourself to experience pleasure. And let's be real, at the beginning, it comes with a big mountain of bullshit to deconstruct. Shame, fear, guilt. Pleasure has been shamed for so long because it's one of the most powerful tools that we have. Because real pleasure, conscious pleasure, the one feeding your soul, suffers no bullshit or conditioning and things like that. They're no match from the deep waves of pleasure from your soul. They bring you to the present moment, in the beauty of being alive moment. And that's freaking powerful and pretty scary too. All the sources of pleasure are valid. Just check in with yourself if it's a true pleasure that feeds you deep inside. And yes, chocolate can feed your soul. Or if it's just something that brings you a mind pleasure that won't last really long. All of this can be the secret to finally feel whole inside. To stop feeling you have lost a part of yourself. That something is missing. That there is this yearning inside for something, even if you don't know what it is. Personally, I've tried a lot of things, seen many people telling me they will bring back parts of me that were lost for whatever reason. And maybe I saw the wrong practitioners, but when I actually allowed myself to feel it all, to allow pleasure in my life just a little bit, nothing fancy. I started to feel whole from the inside. And that's when I met my sassy highest self that first suffers no bullshit and then comes and say, uh, duh, how do you want to feel whole if you actually pay someone to get the pieces of yourself lost in time and space and bring them back to you? They're never going to stick because they don't have access to your own glue. So pointless. If you've been here for a while, you know my highest self is a little bit sassy. All the cliches that made me mad about how you're supposed to love yourself, things that feel inaccessible when you start, they actually made sense when I started to reclaim feeling it all and my pleasure. You know that type of moment where you're like, ugh, I wish that cliche wasn't true. I'm not going to lie, it's a messy ride, and I'm getting back right into my head way more often than I'm ready to admit. But it's a journey that I love sharing with you. Pleasure helps you feel connected to your resources, because pleasure is a resource that we tend to forget. So when you reclaim it, oh surprise, the connection to the other works as well. How curious! Another part of the emotional numbness autopilot thing that we can discuss is how, for many of us, it's associated with self-hate. Or at least some inner voices who have a lot to say and usually mean things. I call them the S and dungeon of my head. And when you feel whole, well, you're never gonna hear from them again. No, that was a lie. These voices are still here. I'm not sure they ever go away. but. There is actually way less space for them to take. 
so less chances they will come yelling in your head that you suck, you little piece of crap, you're less unworthy and anything and incapable of blah, 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 blah. Yes, as you can see, I still have many in my own head. When you feel whole, they become part of your inner world, but they're not in the driver's seat because there's less space for them because there are so many more things with you. You have your pleasure, you have your resources, you have the whole palette of emotion. So if there's less space available because you feel whole, you can get in a healthier relationship with these parts of you. So yes, feeling alive is also stepping out of self-hate and allow yourself to be kind to yourself, even when you mess up and could have done better with something. The best part that comes with all of this the feeling whole, the connection to the resources, the pleasure, the end of self-hate, inner peace, real inner peace, inner spaciousness, knowing that you will be okay, whatever comes. It will be bumpy, it will be messy, but you will be okay. And because you will be okay, you feel resourced enough to experience it all. And isn't that the definition of being alive, stepping out of autopilot, previous versions of yourself that are not helping you anymore, and being ready to experience life. At least that's my wish for you. So let's recap. You want to know the secret? Start with pleasure. Why? Because pleasure helps you feel alive again. And pleasure is your friend in feeling it all. The angergasm, the disgustgasm, the sadgasm. Pleasure is an amazing resource, the one that nourishes you from inside so that you have more energy and can digest whatever you have been avoiding consciously or not. And when you connect to this powerful resource, this pleasure, you actually can recognize your other resources, your strength, your wisdom, your capacity to let go. They're all here and they will always be. With your pleasure, you reclaim your true nature. Reminder, the clitoris has no other purpose in bringing you pleasure, though if that's not proof you're designed to have it, I don't know what is. You build safety in your nervous system. You can step out of self-hate and find some inner peace. And also be ready for times when this inner peace will be challenged, knowing that you have access to it. And in my opinion, the mix of all of that is the definition I have found of being alive, at least for now. And if you have no idea where to start because pleasure feels foreign to what's available for you at the moment, I would invite you to download my free ebook in the show notes. It's called Essence, Awaken Your Senses to Reclaim the Pleasure to Feel Alive. I can't wait to hear what you think about it. And there you have it, my friend, an offering of what it feels like to feel truly alive truly lit up from the inside let me know if that resonates with you and feel free to share it with a friend who might resonate with it too and also it's still 2023 so i'm sure you already know the best way to support the podcast you don't need me to tell you what to do so thank you for tuning in today and sharing your time and energy with me and i'll see you next time